You are listening to The Benchcast with your host, the man whose business is benching, Coach Ben. What's up, guys? Coach Ben here, and you are listening to The Benchcast, the number one podcast if you want to increase your bench press. So I just finished out our summer series of bench clinics this past weekend. It all started back in June in Alabama at one of our athletes' gyms, uh, Chuck's Gym, down in Madison, Alabama, um, near Huntsville. And wow, what a great trip that was. Was able to check out Tennessee, a little bit of Alabama, went to Nashville the night before. Uh, We didn't have a huge crowd at that clinic, but the people that were there, were there to learn and we had a great great group you know couldn't ask for a better group to be coaching that day and um you know to be able to meet up with chuck and get hands-on work was really awesome to see his gym um you know as someone who as you guys know predominantly coaches online i coach athletes from all over the country all over the world in fact we have many athletes um you know in other countries as well and uh, it's just such a blessing when I'm able to actually meet up with these um, athletes and you know, get that hands-on work and meet them in person. It's just such a great experience and, and be at their meets. And, you know, I really try to um, get out there and travel to everyone as, as much as I can and you know, try to make my round, especially those who have been coaching for a while who I haven't necessarily been able to meet up with. But that was an awesome event. Um, then starting off in August, we had a big trip to Michigan. We actually drove over to that 11-hour drive, and uh, another athlete of mine, uh, Jeremy, his gym, Raw Strength, Kalamazoo, Michigan. Wow, what a great event that was. We had a ton of people. Uh, He had an awesome setup for his gym. Great being able to work with him. He has a meet coming up, actually, in just a a week or so here now, and um, we had another athlete of ours drive up from Kentucky, Another awesome event, and that event is what I specifically want to talk about today. I want to talk about some of the things that came up at that bench clinic that are going to help you guys out with your bench press. And then to round things off, just this last weekend, had a bench clinic in Hanson, Massachusetts at Mass Iron. What a great gym this was. The atmosphere is really what caught me. I mean, they have a real good family atmosphere. Um you know, not like a family fitness. These are all lifters dogging it out to try to gain strength. And um, they they come together as a family. You know, there's a grill outside the gym. I mean, they have they have fun. They have events. Uh, really, really cool atmosphere. Um, another great crowd. Uh, it was really a pleasure to be able to coach with all those guys and, uh, and, and gals. Um and that rounded up our summer series of bench clinics. Next up is going to be in Rosetta, PA, Rosetta, OPA, uh, Pennsylvania. That is going to be at Iron Core uh, Athlete. And uh, I'm really excited for that. That's going to be in November. So check it out on the website, live events, bigbenches.com. Make sure you get registered. If you have a gym or know a gym that might be a good host for one of our bench clinics, let me know. But that, uh, was a all of them been a great experience this past year super blessed to be able to you know get out to these gyms and and coach these athletes and meet up with people that i've been coaching online and and today like i said i specifically want to target what i was seeing in that michigan 
bench clinic. We had a real good blend of lifters, some some competitive, some thinking about competing, some not really interested in competing maybe, um, just looking to get stronger on the bench press. Um, so this was a good blend of uh, different issues on the bench press in which I think it will be valuable to go over today in this podcast because many of you are probably going through the similar issues. So the first thing, this was a common theme with pretty much everyone across the board almost. Uh, there was a few that really had it down, but it's just it's a hard thing to get down. I uh, recently did a YouTube video on it, and that's on relaxing your traps. Relaxing your traps, your shoulders, um, that's a really hard concept. Um, you start to get it a little bit on the setup uh, because when you're sliding back to gain that positioning, so as you know, as I coach the bench press, you want to bridge up on the bench, right? It's like a big glute bridge you do on the bench. You want to plant into your neck, and you want to push yourself back in order to tuck those shoulder blades underneath you. And that's where a lot of lifters will get into uh, uh, trouble there because they don't relax their traps enough. Your traps, if they're active and uptight, it pulls your shoulders up. You know, Think of it as um, uh, like a turtle popping its head out of its shell. You know, Kind of maybe a weird analogy, but uh, you know, when your traps are tight, your head's just kind of sunk to the surface of the shell. You're you're real tight. You're not able to create length and get your scaps down to your hips. Now, what I'm looking for is for you to create the longest neck possible. If you're that turtle trying to pop your head as far out of the shell as you possibly can, that's what we're trying to do in the setup. That's going to create that length, allow you to arch a little bit harder through the upper back, and it's going to uh, position your scaps in a way we're going to be able to load our back effectively. So that's a really key thing. And where I was finding most people are getting tripped up with this is even if they got it down on the setup, it's when they go to grab the bar. And when you go to grab the bar, especially if you're usually doing your own self-unrack, you, you, you want to pull yourself into a position where you can actually push that bar out with your shoulders, in which we want to totally eliminate that. When we're self-unracking or even when we're getting a handoff, we want to do it entirely with our lats. So the positional element of it, when you get yourself set up and you are super extended through the neck and your scaps are down, you have to be very careful because when you go to grab that bar and try to take it out, just by the nature of trying to get your shoulders into play a little bit more, it's going to pull your scaps up with it. So that's something you have to get accustomed to. It's going to be an awkward feeling. It's going to be an awkward position to be in when you keep your scaps pinched and depressed underneath you you really only have your lats utilized to drag that bar out because that you're essentially taking your shoulders out of the play and connecting in with your back, and that's something you don't want to lose. So making sure you're setting up far enough back on the bench so that you're not in a position where you have to reach overhead is a huge thing, whether you unrack the bar yourself or self, um, you get a handoff. If you self-unrack the bar, you really need to be far back there because you don't want to be in a position where you have to reach back and then try to be pushing up on the bar. That unrack process, we just want to create a pull, a drag out into position, and then be retracting into the pad. We don't want to be applying any push up. You know, very important there. So that's um that's one of the main things I saw during that clinic, and I see across the board, but um, definitely popped up in that clinic. Um, just having that uptight traps and neck, and that's something too that you can work on positionally out of the gym as well do your trap release stuff um, get a lacrosse ball in there wear a donnie thompson bow tie uh, do some trap stretches and then when you're at your desk or you're driving just being aware of your position 
I bet wherever you are listening to this right now, if you tune in to how your traps are, just relax them for a sec. You'll probably feel your shoulder blades fall down, your neck get long, a lot of tension relieved there, you know, just by thinking about it. All right, so it's real powerful stuff, and it's going to help in the gym. Okay, so things you do out of the gym, make sure you're trying to be aware of that positional element, and then it'll help you in the gym. So that was one of the big takeaways. The other, another thing that came up during that clinic that I thought was pretty interesting was uh, one lady had a trouble creating a, a good, strong leg drive. Uh, and this is usually the issue is lifters just can't get their feet down to touch the floor in general. Usually if they're of shorter stature, um, the legs just don't reach from the height of the pad. Um, and therefore, you have to use blocks or you got to get your toes back. Um, your heels won't be touching or you got to wear like a big-ass boot. Um, but no, this this particular woman didn't have an issue with um, getting her feet down. It was more of an issue of not feeling strong in that position, which is a very common thing lifters will go through. And with that, it's just that position she's putting herself in, she doesn't have the strength to own that position yet. What I mean by that is, um, say you do, you say you, you've never done the splits or anything. I'm sure many of you listen to this, you probably can't do the splits. I'll go out and live and, and guess that. But um, if you started to do the splits and you got deep enough to a point in which you don't have any strength to pop out of it, essentially you get stuck trying to do the splits. Um, that's what's happening here. There's no strength to own that position. You're putting your body into a spot in which it just kind of gets stuck. Um, typically, the hip flexors are going to be really tight in that scenario. And you just you just don't have the control in that position to use anything. You can't really use your glutes. You're just kind of stuck there. Um, so with her, I was definitely I was telling her, focus on your hip flexors. Focus on even doing glute bridge exercises. You know, stretch out those hip flexors. Get in a position where you can strengthen your glutes. Um, be squeezing your glutes when you're doing your hip flexor stretching. Um, you need to get to a point in which you can own that position. And you'll find that the more you work on this, you're going to have more power and strength in that position when it comes to the bench press. So that was something huge for her. Um and that's a really common issue across the board for people is just not having strength in that position. So uh, I'm glad that topic came up. I'm definitely going to look to do some more videos on that. But um wanted to share that with you guys today. If, if you feel like you are getting set up on the bench press, wherever your foot position is, and you just don't feel strong out of that position at all, first off, check to see if you can move your feet around. Because if you're going to that wide base, sometimes you just go a little too wide where you end up putting yourself in this passive position where you're kind of stuck and you don't really have good drive. So play around with where you can place your feet. But if you feel like you just can't create good drive, take a look at your hip flexors. You know, take a look at being able to use your glutes in that position. You know, there's a, probably a, a big barrier there. Lack of mobility. Work on that. Hip flexor stretches stretch out the glutes, you know, get yourself to a position in which you can become more powerful there. All right, so that's how you'll fix that issue. And then another issue that seemed to come up pretty much, um, I wouldn't say across the board, but with a good amount of athletes, um, it's a very common deal, uh, touch point being too low, you know, over tucking into it, um, essentially not having any tension underneath where you're touching a bar. So I like to use a row as an example.
So say we're doing a seated cable row. This is actually a movement I really like to see our athletes film just to see how they're approaching it. So if you think about a seated cable row, it's probably nothing to you to touch that bar to your chest or belly, right? Same thing with an empty bar on the bench. It's It doesn't take much effort to get that bar down to our chest. But if we keep the correct tension, it becomes harder and harder the closer we get down to our chest. So wherever you are at right now, if you just if you take your arm, pretend you're in a bench position, right, and bring that bring that hand back down to about chest level. All right, so pretend you're you're gripping the bar, pull that arm back, pull that hand down to chest level. All right, but don't think about flexing your back or anything like that. You'll probably find at a certain point your hand wants to drift a little lower, and your shoulder is going to come forward a bit. All right. That's going to create an easy touch, but if we translate that to the bench press, that's what I call a dump touch. We're taking that tension out of our back, we're dumping our form into a bad position, and trying to get out of that is no good, and it's going to be all in your shoulders. Now, do that same thing again, but try to keep your back pinched together, your shoulder blades. Try to keep your chest as tall as you can. Lift that chest up and maintain that tension in your back. I really want your back to be screaming from how hard you're squeezing it. And then do that same drill, but don't let your hand drift down. Pull back like you're benching. Significantly more difficult to bring your hand to chest level. All right, correct. Now, that's what's going to give you your pop out of the bottom of the bench. You want to feel, as you're bringing that bar lower and lower to your chest, you want to feel more and more um, rebound, uh, uh, more and more tension. More and more tension build up. Because your body's going to want to dump out of that position. All right, make it easier to get down and do what you want to do. But you are forcing your body into that tight position in which you're going to load better. So as opposed to starting to load a coil and then falling off it and never really gaining that spring, you're loading straight on that coil. Um, as you're pushing down on a coil, right, there's more and more tension building up. It's a little bit harder to continue to push down as you're getting closer and closer to that end range. But the spring is significantly more. Right, and that's what we are looking at when we're talking the bench press. Um, we're loading that coil when we're staying in a good position. So those are three things in which I really saw come up in that bench clinic. That was a really good one. Because like I said, we had a great blend of athletes. Um, therefore, we had a great blend of different issues that would pop up that would relate to a broad audience. Um, you know, Whether you compete, whether you don't compete, whether you're just trying to improve your bench press. In which those listening to this podcast, not everyone competes in powerlifting. Not everyone um, has plans to compete, just generally wants to get their bench up. And this is all just great knowledge and information uh, for everyone uh, to get better in their bench press. So I really wanted to bring these topics up. Uh, I wanted to just throw out there again that uh, our next bench clinic is coming up in November, November 13th in Pennsylvania. So if you're around the area, it would be awesome if you could join us. If you can experience a live bench clinic, um, then do so uh, because that's the best way I can work with you hands-on, one-on-one, give you that attention. Uh, everyone seems to love our bench clinics. Um, I try to make sure I get around to everyone and help them improve. And you know, It's really been an amazing experience so far. So if you can get out to a bench clinic, please do. Uh, if you know a place that would be a good host, let me know, reach out to me, and I'll come to your area. We, we travel all over the country. So 
All right, guys, I appreciate you tuning in. Hopefully, some of the issues I brought up here will help you out in your bench press, um, how we can go about fixing them. And as always, I appreciate you listening. Please share with a friend, and I will talk with y'all soon. Thanks for listening to the podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, please give it a thumbs up and share. If you want more information on how to transform your bench press, consider checking out the Better Benching Academy on BigBenches.com. This is the ultimate resource for building your bench. Head on over to BigBenches.com to see how you can get started today.